0: Feel is what you fear. Feel. Feelings are in real. Put your mind down. I shall bounce in the wheel. Feel is what you fear. Feel. Feelings are in real. Put your mind down. I shall back in the wheel. Feel is what you fear. Feelings are in real. Put your mind down. I shall bounce in the wheel. Feel is what you fear. Feelings are in real. Put your mind down. I your bounce. My name is Joe Batants. We just watched episode two. Wow, Calorie Kardashian went away. Well, you know what I'm here to do? I'm here to deliver the The realness. realness. Yeah, move into that fucking house, bitch. Uh, hi everyone, this is Joe Batance, and I am on a little show called RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, and if you're listening to this, you're listening to Rulath, Rulath. well yeah, you know what, we're gay, so it is Rulathka Thoughts. You're listening to Rulathka Thoughts for uh, Season 10, Episode 2, uh, the episode where Calorie Kardashian-Williams goes home, and uh, I wanted to share some thoughts here today uh, about sort of like, actually, I don't even want to talk about the episode. This is what I want to talk about today. The episode is about you and how y'all are goddamn crazy, okay? Because let me tell you something. This is a television show, and the ferocity with which you guys, not all of you, and I should say the vast majority of you know, but with a, a very small minority of you, the ferocity with which you have come at me and Taylor this week because of our opinions on the show... We we need to talk. We have to have a conversation, okay? We need to a, we need to have a family meeting here, which is funny because I actually think the people who have come at us have not been family. I get the impression they are not, or are no longer, uh, Patreon supporters. But uh, here's the deal. So let me give you a little bit. Let's, let's back up a little bit. Let me tell you what's going on. So on this episode. Uh, I think I, I don't remember, but I think Taylor may have said he wasn't in a very good mood. You have to understand something before, and this is not. This is a little behind the scenes tea, okay? Behind the scenes tea, and I'm not using this as an excuse. It's Taylor and I have a job. Well, no, we don't really have a job. Taylor and I have a hobby, where we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race and we recap it, okay? Where we, where I am kind of like the little Hitler. Is that to me? It's really important that we release the episode as soon as possible after the episode airs. So, just to tell you, this is just to lay it out, and I've talked about this in other places, but just, this is the now official record where I can point to people and say, listen, go to uh, Relaska R'las- Thoughts, a season 10, episode 2, and listen to that Rolaska Thoughts. I have said everything I have to say about this. Here's what happens. Now, I'm going to tell you the whole process of the show. And I'm only telling this so everyone understands how this works. VH1 has been doing this thing where on like Monday or Tuesday, they release uh, about 10 to 15 minutes of the episode. Okay, as a preview. On around Wednesday, depending, the day after it's released, I'll take that and I'll treat it like an episode. I'll pull the clips and I'll start the script. So the very beginning of the script where I say, welcome to the show, that's all written like the day before. And the basic structure and skeleton of the script is constructed the day before the episode airs. Okay, and it's just the, the, I have the conclusion there and I have uh, the Patreon uh, promo, the Patreon plug, if you will. Um, we know we're going to talk about looks so there'll be a chapter that says looks. And uh, I have the basic intro where I bring in Taylor and I'll do a script from what we have, the first 15 minutes, okay? That's already done a couple days before. Then Thursday, let me tell you my end. On Thursday, I do RuPaul Radio in the morning, which Thursday, to be honest with you, I intentionally in my life have blocked out the entire day of Thursday to do nothing. Here's why. Because... I'm on the West Coast and I watch the East Coast feed of RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. So at 5 p.m., so this is what I consider in my world. At 5 p.m. when the West Coast uh episode premieres, I'm sorry, when the East Coast episode premieres, but 5 p.m. my time, that's the beginning of what many for what many would be a workday. Because uh I go from a 5 p.m. and I'm not I'm not Done, and the episode gets posted around midnight my time okay so that's seven hours no break no lunch break nothing no break if you've heard it we literally so here's what happens 5 p.m to 6 30 p.m i am like a mad scientist uh i actually miss a lot i miss not big moments but like for instance um i didn't really see little moments i can't like a little jokes because i'm like half looking at the screen, and I'm j- furiously jotting down timestamps. And then what happens is during the commercial breaks, I take what happened in that act, okay? And I pull the highlights, and I say, okay, we're going to want to do this clip and this clip, and I write a script during the commercial for the previous act, okay? I, it, it eases up a little bit when it comes to the looks, because I'm wa- Now, I will say from the looks forward, I get to watch it very close to the way you guys watch it. But everything up to the looks, I don't really... I'm half watching, I'm half mad scientist. From the looks on, I get to watch it because there's not a lot... Unless something happens, uh, there's not really a lot to say. So th- th- it was different for All-Stars 3 because, as you know, they had the looks and the judges' critiques. but then we went back to the workroom and there was a lot going on there, so I was mad scientist again there. But for the traditional season, once the looks start it's uh, the commercial breaks are spent polishing the script writing the script doing like um just really getting the script down okay and unless something happens uh that's crazy i i I kind of ignore it so by the time and this is really i know evan has talked to how impressed he is about this Literally, the second the episode ends, I share the document with whoever the co-host is, whether it's Evan, whether it's Taylor. I share that script with them so they can read it. Now, what happens is then while Evan and or Taylor are watching Untucked, uh, I'm pulling all the audio that I've noted I'm pulling that audio and making it into little clips and then putting it into the soundboard so that by the time Untucked ends, the show is ready to go, okay? So that's what happens on that end, okay? I don't know if that makes any sense, okay? So by, you know, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, we are taping that episode, okay? Okay. Uh I I meet up with Taylor or Evan and then we record for about an hour and a half. Okay, so that's now 8 30 p.m. Pacific my time. 11 30 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so 11 30 p.m. Eastern. That the Eastern part is important. Then we immediately at 8 30 or so around there go into Form Decor Lounge. Okay. That usually goes for about 45 minutes, so now it's 9.15 to 9.30 Pacific, 12 a.m., 12.30 Eastern. At that point, either Taylor or Evan go, and they go to bed, okay? But then from like 9.30, because you remember, I just recorded an hour and a half show, and it takes longer to edit than it does to record, from about 9.30 till about midnight, I'm just editing and processing the show, and then I have to post it. So I'm not in bed till like around 12.15, 12.30 a.m., okay? So that's close to it. That's a full workday, all right? Now, this is something I signed up for, and I enjoy it, and I have a good time. But that's the reason why my whole Thursday – I know that you're like, why is Joe telling us all this? I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting somewhere, Okay? But like I literally, RuPaul Radio is like my so I love RuPaul Radio. It's like, ugh, I look forward to RuPaul Radio. That's like I trust me, RuPaul Radio is not extra work for me. I love it. Okay, I get to I get to to uh, communicate with you because I also get to like um, have communion with you, if you, so to speak. I get to you know, for the most part, up until we this you know show got really popular. I'm talking about our, our podcast. Taylor and I, or when Daniel was there, we were, we were just doing it alone. We didn't communicate with you guys. We just did it alone. So it's very nice to, to have instant feedback and instant communication with you guys. Trust me. Uh, we love it. This is, again, all important. I love communicating with you guys. All right. We're going to come back to this. So there's that. So what I intentionally do in my life is Thursday, essentially, like I make it so that there's nothing going on apart from RuPaul Radio and... Uh, RuPaul's Draggers. And I literally, like, I wake up and I intentionally, I'm, like, the biggest sloth of all time. Like, it's almost like I'm, like, mentally preparing, like, an athlete. Like, from, like, when RuPaul Radio ends to the time the episode ends, I, like, intentionally do, like, stupid things or play games on my phone or talk to friends. I do nothing that would be related to work. I want to be rested for when the episode starts. Sometimes I take a nap. A lot goes on. Okay. That's my end. Now, I'm lucky that way. I'm lucky that I have a career where uh that's how my life works okay taylor the latte boy has a a different life and evan is true right evan works a full work day now evan gets off earlier though than taylor does but evan's on the east coast he gets off around 4 p.m he does have time to go to the gym and eat dinner and then he comes home so his his world's a little more structured he doesn't have to be in until 10 the way taylor's life though works is Taylor, his Thursdays, the way his job works, is his long day. Like he has a, a the rest of the week, he has an eight hour workday, but his Thursdays and Fridays are weird. So on Thursdays, he works like fourteen hours, something crazy, like like twelve to fourteen hours. He rushes home. Okay, so then he's home by like six thirty p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Eastern. So I think it's twelve hours. I think he's there by seven, and he leaves at like seven. So I think he gets home like at 7.30 and then he like wolfs down food. And I think he actually eats, eats while he's watching the show. And then he immediately goes on the air with us after the show's done, after Untucked. And then he records an entire hour and a half show, does form decor. But remember... He's been at work for 12 hours. He's been up since like 6 a.m., 5.30 a.m. And then he goes to bed at 12.30 a.m. And then he has to be up because Friday is his early day in. Or not early day in. He has to be in by 8 on Friday. So it's crazy. It's so crazy for Taylor, okay? Here's why I bring all this up. Then you guys wake up all conveniently Friday morning and there's a perfectly packaged little episode in your podcast feed okay and you listen to it and taylor may have said this on the show maybe he didn't say it on the show but then he says i just he's in a grumpy mood you know or he didn't like the episode um and then you guys get like ah, ah wow! why do you even watch the show you fucking hate the show And blah, blah, blah. it's not that we hate the show and and it's something that taylor and i have to work on don't get me wrong okay and and we've been talking about this behind the scenes when you guys bring constructive criticism to us we don't ignore it we definitely take it to heart it's just you know we have to talk about it behind the scenes we have to think about what's best for the show but anyway oh well you guys apparently hate the show we start getting no it first started what we got this week was an email what's funny is the first email wasn't bad actually the first email was simply like hey guys i listened to the show and on the whole, I like the show, but it seems like you guys have been really negative lately, and I don't know if this negativity continues. I don't know if I can keep listening. It doesn't seem like you like the show, but like I said, so far, the pros outweigh the cons. It's something I'll think about. Maybe I'll revisit in the future. Now, they, they, he did talk about something specific, uh, specifically, but I'll get to that, okay? There's something that bothered him. We're going to get to that, okay? But that was his general constructive criticism. And, you know, for the most part, it wasn't that bad. And I think Taylor interacted with him, and they had a nice conversation. Then we got another email that was fucking, like, fuck you guys. Fuck you. Like, uh, fuck you all. And you fucking hate the show. And God dare you come after RuPaul. And how dare you come after Michelle. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, fuck you. And it was just like, ugh. Ugh. again with this, you know, like, because like I said, you've just heard what Taylor and I do to put on this show. Okay. So, um, now for me, it's a different kind of sacrifice. It's never that really much of a sacrifice. No, I sacrifice a Thursday, but Taylor is coming after a full day of work. And it's just like, why are we doing this? Like, like when you come at us like that, it's like, ugh, God. You know, like, not that we, again, and I think sometimes when Taylor and I bitch at about it, I think it comes off as like, we're like, well, only tell us nice things. No, people constantly, there's something about this show where there's a passion for this show where you guys want to share your thoughts about this show. We get that we understand that we like engaging that and i think many of you many of you listening have expressed to us because what we're going to talk about is the vanjie rupaul michelle thing okay many of you are hardcore listeners have told me and taylor that you disagree with our assessment of rupaul and michelle and whether they were being mean that's fine disagree with us okay that is completely fine it's, I don't understand why it has to be personal for a fucking TV show, which by the way, RuPaul and Michelle Visage do not need your defending. They're not going to hear this episode. They're not going to know you said this. They're not going to call and give you a high five. They don't need defending, nor do they care what what Taylor and I think about their fucking show. So I think there has to be like a, a, a like a, a calm down and by the way i feel in good company here because the queens themselves have talked about this okay the queens themselves have talked about how the fans you guys need to calm the fuck down and it's just a fucking tv show what's funny is one of the criticisms lobbed at us is like Because I've I've made that point. They're like, well, you're criticizing the queens. They didn't ask for you to do it. Well, here's the deal. The queens don't have to come listen to this podcast. And as I've I've expressed, I don't want to listen to the podcast. I put out a different sort of creative endeavor. That creative endeavor is taking the raw material that is RuPaul's Drag Race and making a show out of it. Okay, Um, But I don't like... In other words, I may say like... um, There's a difference between me going on a podcast where the queen has to elect whether to listen to the podcast or not okay she doesn't i don't have to watch rupaul's drag race and they don't have to listen to rupaul's drag race recap and I say, I think RuPaul and Michelle Visage were mean on that episode. But I didn't go on RuPaul's Twitter and say like, you fucking bitch. Why are you so fucking mean to, Ma- to Van- Vanessa Vanji Matteo? Hey, Michelle, you fucking cunt. Why are you so fucking mean to Vanessa Vanji Mateo? No, when you go on your, their Twitter and you engage with them, now you're going into their space. They didn't ask for that. And it's the same thing here. We put out this content, okay, and... If you want to engage with it, us, please do it on a respectful level. Again, you don't have to agree. You also don't have to listen to this fucking show. Okay? There uh, the one, you know, when we started the show, there weren't many of us out there. Now there's a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race recap shows. There's so many, I'm sure you'll find one that suits your needs. We think we put out a pretty good damn uh recap show. We try at least, and you know what the one thing I will say, we are the only major recap show that comes out friday fucking morning or thursday night everybody else and i'm not throwing shade at them because i actually think there is an intelligence in coming out sunday or monday okay you get to see the show sit with it think about it read what everyone's saying so you come at it with a more thoughtful approach we're doing a first look at the show we've just watched it okay and we're recapping it and uh, there's a di- I wish I wish I had that luxury, okay? to sit with it for even a day. If you ever hear me on Sirius XM Radio, my opinions often change between the episode and, and Sirius XM radio. Anyway, uh, what I'm going to say though, is, the main show, the main recap show, is a free show, and no one's forcing you to download it. You don't have to come download this show. And um, I think what's happened on Patreon is I think Taylor and I and Evan are very content with the size of our Patreon audience and the love of our Patreon audience. And if I'm going to be because if you're listening to this, you're a Patreon supporter. I'll be honest with you. I can't speak for Taylor or Evan, but it's now become that you guys are who I do the show for and I don't care about everybody else. Does that make sense? So to me, the free main show is just... A way for people to maybe join the Patreon club. And I don't mean this from a financial perspective. Like, I I don't know if we talked about it on here. Like, I'm very cheap with the money. We're not, Taylor and Evan are driving around Lamborghinis with the Patreon money. We save the, all of the money, I said it before other places, all of the money that comes on Patreon is 100% spent on the show. 100%. Neither Taylor nor I nor Evan has ever benefited like I'm, I'm not just handing taylor and evan cash does that make sense we've all it's always 100 percent benefit the show in fact you know what uh there's someone in the chat room right now uh named let me pull up her name make sure i get it right let me see if she's still there oh no she's gone there was this one this uh ayaz was she had recommended what she was why don't you just um pay the extra money on mixler to get more hours and i was like you know what bitch you're right and so we used Patreon money. Now we have twelve hours a day on Mixler. We had three because we were just trying it out. Now we're paying for twelve hours. That way we never have to worry are we using too much time every day. If look, if I'm ever on here for fucking twelve hours in a day, I have problems. Okay. But um the 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 truth of the matter is this is a free show and the Patreon money and 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 you can listen or not listen you don't have to we've gotten criticism about talking about patreon but notice notice by the way to show you that we're not like assholes i've quietly made the patreon plug a little plug that's right before the looks see so when you bring up something that we don't notice we take it to heart we talk about it you know i take i take all the suggestions a final decision is made and then we implement it in the show We listen to your feedback. We get it. We try to implement it. But you don't have to be a fucking dick about it, okay? It's a free show that we do as a hobby. This is not what I do for a living. It's not what Taylor does for a living. It's not what Evan does for a living. This is a hobby, and we are all cognizant of the fact that we are very lucky that we get to have a show and a medium where we get to talk about our favorite show, People think we don't like the show. Our favorite show, RuPaul's Drag Race. Now let's talk about the issue at hand. On episode two, um, we saw. This is the only thing I want to talk about. Is um, they showed up. They flashed back to a moment where remember on last episode, episode one, as Vanessa Vanjie Mateo left the runway, she kept she walked backwards, and she kept saying, "Miss Vanjie." Miss Vanjie and everyone um, was, you know, all the queens were applauding whatever. On episode two, early on in the episode, we see that RuPaul leans into Michelle and she says, what was her name again? And they're like laughing and giggling about the fact that she kept saying her name over again. Now, more information has come to light, okay? One of the things we've learned from other queens from viewing parties and whatnot is that... Vanessa walked to the very front of the runway and walked backwards and said her name over and over and over again. So that, but she had said it far more times than we saw on TV. They edited it down, okay? There's that. So what we're gonna talk about is important is that it relates to, and we've talked about this many times in the show. In fact, one of our former co-hosts, Donna Sugars, Hated that we talked about the edit or anything outside the edit. Okay. But I feel that there's a reality, what really happened, and then there's the reality based on the show. And if you are going off of the reality of the show, if the show is real, the way the episode is cut, it appears as if Vanessa is on stage. And RuPaul, in front of Vanessa, leans over and they start laughing at what Vanessa said. Okay. The way it's shown paints Michelle and Ru in a negative light. It makes them seem like mean girls. Okay. I don't know if I said this in the show, but I'll say it now. I'm not coming down necessarily on what RuPaul and Michelle did or said. I could very well imagine a situation, in fact, I 100% imagine a situation, where I would do something similar or say something similar to my best friend sitting next to me in the same situation once Vanessa left the stage. And I am under the belief, because RuPaul knows the cameras are on her, and so does Michelle, that they did the same thing That once Vanessa was off the stage and they're leading her off the stage, that's when that... Now she knows she's still mic'd And that's what the whole you better stop. But I don't believe Vanessa was there on the stage. Okay? I think they cut it that way on the show, but I don't really believe that's what happened. And so I actually don't think what they did is really that bad. However, I am puzzled and I think it's mean of wow to show that if that makes any sense so i thought it was cruel that wow showed that clip and rupaul is an executive producer on rupaul's drag race and has a very important say on what makes an episode okay and so my opinion is it wasn't nice so it what i don't have really a problem with what happened in real life but for them to air that on national television is embarrassing to Vanessa and it's kind of mean girl. And it, I, I'm actually more puzzled as to why they would air that. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you want to show yourself the, the, as the host of the show who tries to perpetuate love? And if you can't love yourself, how are you supposed to love somebody else? And can I get an amen? And everyone say love. How do you, how do you, I, there's a cognitive dissonance between that person. And then the person that was in that clip. And so that is essentially my problem. Now, once again, you're getting to, now this is where it all comes together. When you hear the recap show, you're getting me and Taylor speaking from the hip, okay? About that moment immediately after seeing it. I'm talking to you days and days after it happened. I've had time to reflect and really articulate my thoughts. Also, in that time, since recording the episode, I've spoken to people who I have a profound respect for their sense of fairness and justice and political correctness. One, Garrett Schlichty, the Slate author, okay? 1,000% agreed with me that it came off as Mean Girl, okay? My cousin, who is a huge fan of all things RuPaul, and we often get in huge fights about when I say RuPaul's being mean, 100% thought it came off as mean. Other people that I've spoken to have said, it came off as mean, okay? Not saying that RuPaul's mean, that it just came off that way, all right? And so I hearing that, I'm like, okay, I wasn't crazy, you know? I wasn't crazy. For, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying I'm not crazy. And that's a, it's a discussion we can have. And in fact... You people listening later on the feed don't realize this. This has been going out live on Mixler. And now I'm going to go on a little bit. We're going to go to the chat room and see what the chat room thinks. And I bet you, because I'm actually looking for a discussion here. And I bet you there are people here who disagree with me. Um, so if you're in the chat room, go ahead and chime in here, whether you think it was mean, whether it was portrayed as mean, Feel free to disagree with me. We can be friends here. So that is sort of our take and our deeper take. And I know, Evan, I know Taylor agrees with me on this. I actually don't know. Evan may not agree with us, by the way. Uh, I, I, I think I've had a conversation with Evan, but then when he talks, I tune out, and so then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. But uh, if you disagree with me in the chat room, go ahead. If you have any thoughts, um, here we have Jordan Darling here says. I agree with you. Maybe it was or wasn't malicious, but I just don't get why they air it. There's no reason to air it. Yeah, I agree, Jordan. Like, like I said, it's hard for me to come down on Ruin Michelle's mean when Um when I think I would have in the same situation. Now, something that did come up, and it came up on the mean Facebook posts, and it came it come up in the email. And by the way, you guys fucking listen to this show like fucking like you're the cia or shit because two people said they that one of the points they made was how dare you say rupaul michelle are mean and then they make fun of andy cohen's lazy eye and then and what you said that taylor made fun of andy Andy cohen's lazy eye i i was first of all i'm on the show i edit the show and then i listen to the show i cannot tell you where taylor said a joke about andy cohen's lazy eye that said friday morning i got a phone call from taylor this is before any of the drama before any of the drama happened taylor called me and he said he asked me if i edited that out and i told him i hadn't heard it and he felt really badly in the morning he goes you know i went to bed and i couldn't really i kept kept thinking about it i shouldn't have said that so he, we were already aware of it and taylor said i'm going to apologize on the next episode uh, for saying, talking about Andy Cohen's lazy eye. So I guess on the next episode, I guess on episode three, when Taylor's an ep- on episode three, we're going to get an apology from Taylor about making fun of Andy Cohen's lazy eye. But, uh, um, uh, but I still haven't heard. I couldn't tell you where it was. Um, let's see, let's go to the chat room here. Flavio Heels says, I didn't necessarily think it was mean, but I see how it could be seen as mean. August Lush says, it was shady on WoW's and to still air it. A- Azillibus says, I think it was added to be a comical peek behind the curtain for the fans. That could be true. Aiden Deem says, it came off as mean to me. I tried to say that on Reddit and I got downvoted to hell." Well, d- well, yes. On Reddit, if you, they, no. That, I just avoid Reddit jordan darling says i think it also speaks to rue not knowing who the girls are she literally asked for vanessa's name after she eliminated her i thought that was weird oh no no jordan i think the the rue's making a joke so the joke is like if you say miss vanjie miss vanjie miss vanjie over and over and over again and then rue's joke said what's her name as if like I didn't catch her name, or like I didn't catch her name. That's the joke that she had said her name so many times, and then Rue says I didn't catch her name. Um, Flavio Heel says personally I was laughing, then listening to Joe's comments made me feel bad. You don't need to feel bad. Um, okay. Uh, Nicholas Alexander Spring says could they edit it in last minute because of the memes the day after the premiere? No, I think this is what my cons- my conspiracy theory is. My conspiracy theory is that Rue knew it was airing, and maybe, I think I've read that they had to put it in because it's going to come up a lot in the episode. I think at a listening party, one of the queens said that it, that Miss Vanjie plays an important role in the season, mm-hmm. that her saying that. And as we've seen in the workroom, they say it a bunch of times. I think, uh, this is what I think. I think that Rue realized it came off as mean. I think Rue's very savvy. And so she did the ultimate. I'm sorry, without saying I'm sorry, which is you know what? I'm gonna turn this. I'm gonna turn the. I'm gonna shape the narrative, and I'm gonna shape the narrative by giving her so much fucking love that it overwhelms any sort of meanness that might. Like in other words, if I I feel and I think Rue was right here. If they would have just aired it, if there may have been a little bit of a backlash. But yet, I think Rue's very sensitive after the trans conversation backlash uh, and the All-Stars 3 backlash. All this backlash that the show's been getting. I think she's very sensitive to the fans right now. Realized the potential here. And so she got in front of it and and just gave so much fucking Twitter, social media love to Vanessa Vangi Matea that she made it a meme. Thus overwhelming um, the situation with love to the point where Vanessa feels validated and got all this fan like in other words it's a great consolation i'll be honest with you it's a great consolation prize she's become one of if not the most beloved first outs ever in the history of the show and may even get a chance to come back um so that's that whole tank on that episode uh unless there are big questions in the chat room we're gonna end uh, Rulaska thoughts right there. Everyone in the chat room, stick around. I'm going to come back. I'm just going to end the episode. Okay. And then, um, so, and then I'll come back and talk to you in the chat room. But if you're listening on the feed, always, you know, subscribe to the show on Mixler, you know, it's free. You just got to go to mixlercom slash drag race recap. And then you, you can technically follow the show or something like that. And then you get an alert via text message and or email. When the show, when we go live. And as anyone in the chat room will tell you, like this, this is a good example. We just randomly go live. Like there's no, like, I mean, there's a set, there's a set RuPaul radio and there's a set Rumor Mill. But other than that, it's not uncommon for us just to randomly go live as we did today. So uh, follow us on mixer.com slash drag race recap and you get an alert to find out when we are going to be on. And make sure you have your notifications set on your phone or your email. So uh, why don't we end it there? I I had a song they wanted to play to end it now. I've um, forgotten what that song is. Why don't we end the um, Rulaska Thoughts with this one? Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Rulaska Thoughts. Join us next week for the Rumor Mail, uh, for RuPaul Radio, and Perform Décor, and for the main show. But until then, this is Joe